coming in a month will be the potato puppet of Ian. So right, we need a potato <laughs> puppet of Ian. I don't want it. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Ian Whittington, and this week I'm joined by fellow Baffle Gabbers, Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. We write for Cinema Sins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the Cinema Sins universe as well. I am not Aaron. Aaron is not gone, just so anybody listening to this, if no, he's they gone. get concerned. He's gone forever. No, genuinely, like, the last time I hosted the show, the immediate comments were, did Aaron die again? It's like, no, We've, he's, he's fine. He's, he's okay. Because me and Danae did one with another A-team. I don't remember who it was. I, don't remember it was I think Chris it was Barrett. Or maybe it was Barrett. I, I think that was the day that I read that that comment from a fan oh, that was like... that's right. Yes, yeah. it was. So yeah, I know but, we've done yes. that once or twice, and mm-hmm. then you've hosted before, Ian. So, you know, he, mm. he has things to do. He's allowed. He's allowed to be elsewhere. He's... I don't know how he gets everything. Him and Danae get more stuff done in a day than I do in like a year. So I, I can't <laughs> figure it out. No, it is absolute. Having worked side by side both yeah, of them for three months, like it is a it. fact. It's crazy. What they get done in a day is insane. They are juggling um, multiple companies and uh, mm-hmm. you know, multiple balls. insider trading. I don't know if they're doing that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Dungeons and Dragons games. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow he has enough time to watch so much content. I don't actually oh, watch the content. Yeah. And He's like, just like. And goes to bed like at a reasonable time. Like I, it's it's unbelievable. He goes to bed at nine o'clock and he's watched like every episode of Survivor, Big Brother, Australia, yeah, Sweden, New Zealand. It's not right. I was like, how are you doing this, man? And he has four and kids. He's, <laughs> yeah, and has four kids, and he's running some like event in Chicago now <laughs> just because he has a bit he's, of spare time in the evening. He's handing that Wild. over though, right? Isn't this like the like he's going up there to like because he is, like, but he is absolutely he is running it as yeah, well. Like he he is absolutely knee deep in it. Um, yeah, you guys are wild. So let's talk about more about how busy we are. I present things um, with this inside scoop. What's he building in there? Here we take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, and how we felt about the show movie in general. First up is commercial sin, Space Force. Space Force. A, um, a, what's the title of this one? Space Force. Purpose ad. Purpose ad. Your purpose. Uh, purpose. Yeah, we, we, yes. uh, we send a trailer for the Steve Carell Netflix show, Space Force. We had to be careful no, with this not. one, because there's like, there's a show, and then there's yeah. something else as well. Yeah, this is there's the, like actual, the company. actual Space Force, which yeah. mm-hmm. I went to the... I kind of I kind of forget sometimes this is a thing, and then so actually <laughs> I went to the website, and it's absolutely a thing. I can't join, though. I'm too old, I found out. So, yeah. It's wild. I remember when Space Force happened, and their, like, their badge was a direct rip-off of the Starfleet badge from Star Trek. <laughs> I, I was like, you this. haven't even try and the person that designed the badge weighed in and was just like who do i have to sue here because you've just stolen my design i wonder if they're gonna call their first veger or veger well quite exactly um i'm jonathan i think you wrote this no no jeremy question mark jeremy wrote this great jonathan (laughs) your thoughts (laughs) um yeah this is like danae was kind of leaning into this though this was when i first heard we were doing this i was like can we do this (laughs) like is this okay (laughs) But I think the video does a great job of just, you know, just our usual batch of silliness and it gets, it gets some nice jabs in there. I just Mm -hmm. like the narrator, like starting to do the what ifs. And then it ended with what if I hadn't (laughs) fucked my cousin Tabby and gotten her pregnant in middle school? (laughs) 
like middle school. <laughs> like, I I am sometimes amazed at the things that we do, <laughs> right? Um, but I was with you. I'm with you. I was like, can we? But we did. Oh, we we did that. No, we've, okay. we've done it. It's We're doing now. this. It's happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the commercials that I'll pick are like. The emu one, you know, this yes. is, I'm going to send I'm going to send Liberty Mutual their policies and the emu on the treadmill. That's what I'm comfortable with. And Jeremy's and- like, let's go for the government. <laughs> well, he did the one, too. The only other one we've ever really had to sit back and be like, are we making sure we're not saying things incorrectly? It was that it was yeah. that infomercial that for that uh the the Eve thing, whatever what that was called. But the thing that like came over like outside. Oh, yeah. The sun, the sun. Um, the sun's something, really? sun or something. Yeah. But anyways, that was the only other one I can what remember where that? we were double checking like a lot of things because we were like, I don't want this company being like, that's not true. And we don't. Uh, do I suppose when you are disproving a product that they're trying to sell, it could be yeah. defamation or whatever, couldn't it? Yeah, that's tricky with commercials. Uh, Danae, what was your thoughts? Uh, this was fun. I really enjoyed this process of uh, getting into this. I think for me, what stands out for this one is. Um, the editing process, which we won't go too much into, but the editing process was different for us this time around. And we used to, uh, leave notes. Like when we do our edits for our videos, we used to leave notes on, um, through emails. So we would watch the video that we put together and we would write it down on a list, like timestamp. And this is what's happening that we need to change. And we've been able to like streamline that process, but we had to go back to old school notes on this one. And that was mm-hmm. really the first time that I've seen old school note style. Uh, and so it's always interesting to kind of think about how the channel has evolved over the years. And when CinemaSense first started, you know, when Jeremy and Chris did their first video, they just chatted back and forth on email about mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Yeah. Like, knowing the process we have now, doing yeah. everything with movie timestamps, notes, everything by email just written up. Yeah. I don't know how you get that. Well, even the way we write the scripts is different. I mean, everything's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. We we continue to just look at our process and think, okay, so we all work from our own home environments. We all have to communicate somehow. What's the quickest way to do all of the things we're doing? Because, like you guys mentioned earlier, we produce a lot of content. So, how do we continue to produce all the content we're producing and still save time somehow? Mm-hmm. And so, we're just looking for those little ways of saving time. And yeah. in this particular uh, case, we had to go back to an older method just because we didn't have the ability to leave notes like we usually do we had to kind of do a workaround and that was a really interesting thing for me i always can find sins that i love or something that really stands out but um in this moment that was my experience with this video we've got to give aaron time to be able to watch survivor so we have to figure out easier (laughs) ways to do those things (laughs) he needs to get that tv time in um yeah, no, I um, vague recruitment speech is vague and recruitmenty. Like it's just there's no imagination in this. Um, I hesitate to call it a commercial or whatever it is. Um, it is just generic looking to space. It could just as easily have been like but a trailer like, to a Star Trek it's movie. Space, like I would just think you would really sell that. Like I don't yes. even think that would be that hard to sell. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> like this is just kind of like astronaut. I don't like how do have this. you made this undesirable? It's crazy. <laughs> Like how it's do you, unbelievable. It's I like, don't want to go to space. That sounds awful. I absolutely well, do. I don't personally no. want to, but I think there's a lot of people that that would interest them. You know, I just, I don't, I don't yeah. think, I just, it's amazing that, I don't know, like this is so just straight mm. to the point, like 
Come join us, please. <laughs> we would like to have you with us on this journey. By the way, somebody um, in the it, chat mentioned that what the commercial I was talking about was for retractable awnings. Retractable awnings, good. I'm glad they didn't sue us. Um, but no, I just love that. Your purpose on this planet is not on this planet. What? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Yeah, I don't get that either. What was, who wrote that? That's ridiculous. Oh, I love it. Okay, let's move into TV scenes. Um, first up, actually, it's a double feature of Stranger Things this week as we try to whip through it ahead of season whip, whip. whip through it season as foe. season seventeen comes up soon or whatever. Um, first up is the body, which was a Cardoso Hughes script. Yeah. Um, Lady Danae, get it? Oh my gosh, the writing process uh, for Stranger Things is a very interesting one. Because we're doing some recurring sins. We talked about it a little bit before, so I won't spend a lot of time. But we're we're thinking in the terms of also producing those um, those seasonal recaps. So to go back and like make sure that we were hitting those, I talked about that last time. But this time was actually applying that knowledge because this was the first time that I think, yeah, this is the first time I've kind of written into the series. Um, and it's, it's an odd one, right? Because it's so sci-fi-ish. And mm -hmm. so there's rules to this universe trying to figure out and you're trying to <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to remember, like, I don't know, just various parts of what we're doing before. Um, but in this episode in particular is when they realize that the body of the, the son is not his actual body. And one of my favorite parts of writing on this one was both Daniel and I going like, where is the Y incision? And realizing that our version of the Y incision comes from TV shows. Like, that's the only way that I know that we do Y incisions for autopsies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't actually know if that's true for every person. Like, it's just it this weird sense. thing that I trust from pop yeah. culture. I mean, I don't, so, I don't see. I'm not too sure why. I, it's, defined, it's always to find cause of death, isn't it? You don't really but want to Google they, that yeah. either, probably. So. Yeah, right? no, I really don't want to. I imagine no. that's right. No, and there's some things that are fun to Google when you're doing research, and then there's other things that you're just like, I just don't, I don't know. I'm going to really? write this in where it's like, and I don't want to know. <laughs> I've never heard that mentioned as a as something that's not done. Because I've heard, like, I've read where, like, you know, medical people, like, people that, like, work in morgues or work on CSI teams. I remember reading something when CSI was real popular, and they were talking about all the things they get wrong. Like, like they show up at the crime scene, like, dressed to the nines and stuff like that. <laughs> like, they were saying, you know, we have, you know, we're not doing that. And uh, But I didn't hear anybody say anything about the... I've never heard anybody say anything about the Y incision, so. Mm. Yeah. Well, and then to kind of switch that sin, I, I kind of pushed on the boundaries of like, and are we sure that bodies aren't stuffed with fluff? And I kind of <laughs> felt bad about that because I didn't want to disrespect people's like grieving pro like <laughs> disrespecting members that have passed away of your family. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, is someone's probably going to read this and be really upset. No, I know what you're talking so about. It's possible. But I think everybody has lost a family member, so. I mean, you've either offended everyone or no one. <laughs> uh, it was one of those that when I wrote it, I was like, this might be too far. I don't know. And then you're also responsible for like what goes. So, I mean, we have lead writers and then we have people who review our script um, on the team. And so I kind of trust that if I've gone too far, maybe yeah. somebody will say something about it. But, you know, so in, in this script, I, I, I get to wonder if everybody is stuffed with fluff. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't the know. Only, the only problem with that is if, if that's your um, metric for what's too far, if everyone's bar is above <laughs> yours that's reviewing it, then oh, no. you're in trouble. It's like, oh, no, you're way more fucked up than I am. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Dear. 
Jonathan. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, but I, I, I know what you're saying, though, because I write stuff that I know is something, and then, you know, yeah. it's a 50-50 mm-hmm. on whether, you know, but then but then sometimes I'll hear, oh, this is great. I'm like, is it? Okay, cool. Is it? <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. The, the, okay. the Barbara Gordon uh, not walking. Oh, man. Scene. That's the, the one that always, thing. like, it's the one I'll probably always think about when I'm like, I should have uh-huh. done that. It brought, it brought people joy so i guess it's- yeah, it did. <laughs> Ooh, i hope i hope it did <laughs> at least one That's person i tell myself I at it. night <laughs> i um uh yeah so this was uh this was this episode four three three four four oh i don't know oh I it's think? episode four it's episode four yeah i worked on three before this yeah so no it, this is uh you know i we i think we've talked about our like and just or likes of stranger things i i watched uh i think i've watched the first two seasons i don't think i've seen the third but uh you know i enjoyed the show this was a really funny video um i like that you guys gave winona the sun off i don't know if we had done that in a mm. previous one but i think that's she one. is incredible in Especially the show in she's the first so season. great yeah yeah uh i think she and she won something i feel like she maybe she was just nominated for an emmy i don't know but i uh, feel like she won something I, um yeah i'm just not sure what funny it was. we could google that She's really intense in this, and and it's interesting to sin like that her fanatic, like her, just her franticness and her like that crazy energy. Um, it's hard to sin that. Well, but also like honor it too because like this is a crazy situation. She's talking about crazy things, but she's right, and we as the audience know she's right. So it builds that tension between us, the viewer, and knowing something supernatural is going on, and then of course the world inside doesn't know that something supernatural is going on necessarily. So yeah, it was really interesting to give her credit for her like her performance because it's it's wild, but it it's is. like it's like the right kind of wild because this would this would push you over some kind of a loopy edge, and she's just giving it all she has. Oh, for sure. And I think, yeah, I think that's another thing the show does an interesting thing with is is how we see the stages of people finally realizing what's going on. And I think it's great that you have the kid. You obviously have kids because kids will you know they have the fantastical thinking anyways at that point even at that mm-hmm. age, like they're easier to buy into stuff, especially once they start seeing proof of it. And then oh, she's sure. like, she wants her son back so bad. She's willing to believe anything if, if he's still alive. Right. So that makes would. sense. And then Hopper actually sees everything, ha- sees everything right. up close. So he knows so that I, I don't know. I like the way the show does that. Like it's not, it's not ridiculous or it's not too unrealistic. It's not like Scully for freaking 10 years, having seen <laughs> aliens and still acting like, she believe. <laughs> if you could, I want to write up, and I'm sure somebody's done it. Every bit of proof that Scully has seen over 10 years and chose to ignore because oh, it crazy. is astonishing. I mean, it's I think ridiculous. at some point they kind of quit playing that game, but I know at least up through the the first movie they were still doing it because the first movie, oh, she's, sure. still, you know, she's still talking that crap and you're like, what are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, it's uh, wild. Anyways, the R-rated thing though, the R-rated film thing that did that did strike me as funny, but also like I was just thinking about that because my daughter recently just started asking me about ratings because I don't even know if mm-hmm. kids really... I don't know if that's something kids pay attention to anymore as much, but I guess they probably do. Uh, but she was actually asking me like what the difference was, what she was allowed to see, and stuff. It was I don't know. It was just interesting having that conversation mm. with her because uh, I don't even think about that anymore as an adult, other than like I know I shouldn't show her certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. So I found that I found that like that was a fun send. The uh, ne- needed another reminder that we were in the eighties, which is very true. Uh, and then I just like the <laughs> yeah. Hawkins police badge. I like that it was described. <laughs> It's like the department had to compromise with the person who wanted a dangerous-looking weapon and a nature lover obsessed with dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it's in nitpicking the looking. nitpickers. Uh, is it? It is. It is. We'll, we'll get to that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't care about that at all. Uh, it's just fun. <laughs> it's fun to zoom in on something and yeah. be like, what oh, is for sure. this anyway? There's still a sin there, but not the one that you think. 
Um, so yeah, Winona Ryder did win an award in 2017 um, for best supporting um, actress um, in a role, and she's been nominated like was a million times. The, was for that it. the Emmys? Um, uh, Screen Actors Guild, I oh, believe. Okay. Okay. Something like that. Anyway, she's won an award for it, which is nice to see. Um, really want to echo what Danae said about this being such an odd process, like doing an insta sin for a TV show that came out years ago. Because that's basically what we're doing. Like, it is the only thing that we're pretty much like all of us are writing back to back just to get them up on get them up on the channel get them going um and the irony that i've had to watch so many recap videos to remind myself how to like sin this because oh. it's just i can't remember who's doing what where when and why because it was so many years ago mm-hmm. um but eventually i'll just watch it at like 0.4 speed and everything is so much less dramatic when everyone's sped up and go he's in the wall ah, go 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 teenagers um, kids but- people um absolutely loved maybe the duffer brother names are just several secret messages waiting to be found further heft bods what does it mean i think the editors did um a great job of rejiggling the the title around to get us there for that um keeping score at will's funeral was really fun like i want to <laughs> know so funny i want to know what's being kept score of and just see the numbers go up it's like oh is that every God. time someone cries that is was it? daniel man that it's was so, so funny great. it's so so cool um and the stuffing like i just remember that really creeping me out like seeing hopper cut open will not will's body and the stuff the builder bear mm-hmm. stuff being oh, pulled man. out Oh man, that is so unsettling. Um, that yeah, build up in that moment is uh-huh. so tense. Just because something. you're like, if this is a real body, like he's going way too far. But at the Wait, same time, uh-huh. if he's got a hunch or whatever, uh-huh. oh, it's so that, great. That is such a great scene. Uh-huh. And it's just that immediate vindication, isn't it? As well, that oh my god, it is correct. Like Will isn't dead, and we can finally like root for this show again. Uh, it's so cool. Okay, well let's move into oh. Stranger Things and the Acrobat and the Flea, which was uh, Watkins Whittington, um, Whittington. script. Watkins, um, that's you two. Yeah, I this the, my, I think my biggest issue with this episode in particular was the jumps. Like the kids, this is where we find out what the upside upside down is, mm. and I just really wanted to go after the kids for figuring it out and getting it like spot on based on a D and D book. And Eleven saying upside down, and Will mm-hmm. saying this place looks familiar. The leap to oh, quantum dimension where things are icky and decaying and gross. Like they hit the nail on the head, and they just really shouldn't have done. So I'm glad we we took them to task for that. Yeah, what did that? What did that? Oh, it's, it's like Will could be hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah, he could just be hanging upside down in his own basement. Like, <laughs> it looks familiar and it's dark. Like why are they like, guessing that it's a weird dimension? Yeah, it's unreal. It's crazy. And I just loved sending Matthew Medine's doodle hair instead of his actual hair. I had that written down. That was so good. I had had that written (laughs) at a scene where it was just Matthew Medine. And then Ian's like, I think it would be better here. And then I went and looked. I was like, oh, yeah, that's way better. (laughs) The fucking doodle. Oh man, it's we, always fun when you can. We don't usually send stuff like we usually don't send like like the way someone's dressed or anything like that. Like that's no, no. They, but, but his hair is just such a like part of that character. It's it's mm-hmm. it's too funny. Well, not being mean. It's, it's funny too because the original uh, Stranger Things episode was really early on for the channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we might not have that sin if we wrote it again today, mm-hmm. but because we did it, yeah. we're wanting to kind of like keep that silliness like going mm-hmm. and so i don't know i just think it's really fun it's 
It's a really funny repeat. I don't feel like if Matthew Modine watched those videos that he would be offended or anything. Like, I don't think no. we, we do no, anything. No. We're just being silly. Because it's super 80s. And yeah. I think I think maybe minor, minor spoiler, the joke gets a nice um, final payoff at, at, the, at the end of the, oh, the, yeah, end of the a, season. There's, and there's at least, yeah, and I know the one that's in the next one that's actually quite good too. So, so yeah. we keep doing spins on it, which is one of my favorite bits of writing is using the the same old sins in quotation marks and spinning them into something new is always great. Uh, Jonathan. I was like, so like by the time we, so, okay, so let's start this off. So I, I wrote this before I went out of town and uh, Ian was also traveling at the same times and he was behind, he had to get on cinemas, cinema sons, <laughs> cinema sons. I think you had to get a sentiments in script or something, or uh, you had to do something. So you got a little behind and then you got sick. Um, oh, super sick. Yeah. And then, and then, and then we were trying some different things with this, with this script as well. And just, I was trying to like, I don't know, sometimes like you just, your sin brain doesn't work. And for whatever reason, and there's not a lot that happens in this episode. Like things happen, but like, it's, it's more it's like people talking about stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. And so it was hard enough just to do it. And then like, and then it's like four or five days later before Ian can even, you know, mess with it because he's been mm-hmm. sick and stuff. And then, so he sends it back to me and then we, then we, I don't know, it just ended up being kind of more difficult than usually a TV send script is mm-hmm. uh, for various it reasons. It felt like we were writing this one for a month because yeah, of the back it, and forth and other things happening. Like at some point, like, I think your brain just tells you like, I'm not thinking about this episode anymore. Like we've got to move <laughs> on and we've yeah. got to do different things. Like I seriously got to the point where it's like, I don't care anymore. Like, I hope people like this, but let's just, let's just get this mm. done. <laughs> It, honestly, like the the amount that we say this a lot, but the amount that we write, especially when we're doing like four episodes of Stranger Things back to back, it yeah. can be like, am I just sinning the same thing over and over again? That's true too. Am I being funny? And I screwed. My, so it can and, be really tricky. And I screwed up because I was thinking like, because I, I didn't work on the episode four, but I had it had been that long ago since I had rewatched it because my daughter got into it, mm. and um, so I was like, I've seen it a couple times. Like I I I don't need to watch it, rewatch it before I get into this like mm. 10 minutes into this i'm like god i gotta watch episode four like i don't know what's going yeah. on so then i had to go uh, back exactly and do that so that was irritating <laughs> you know just right it's, it's just like once you get a plan in place and then you have to change it up it's, it's always so i, I don't know <laughs> get it's, off my lawn it's, it, this seems like a silly thing to complain about because but I, no it's absolutely true but the mind works in weird ways and like i'm telling you my mind was just like no no, I don't want to read this anymore. I don't want to look at this anymore. <laughs> I am done. I I'm need, finished. I need an episode of Survivor. I need something else. <laughs> Let's start sending Survivor. Uh, I and then I had the I had the hair thing written down. I thought that was great. That uh, mm. it's just, I just love collaboration like that where uh, you just get something better out of it. I'm glad. That's why I'm glad we do two writers on. We don't do oh, two writers sure. on commercial sends, but. Uh, but cinema sends and TV sends, I can't imagine doing it a different way. So no, that's wild. And it's Definitely. an okay episode. Like it's just kind of a filler. Like it's like an episode they had to fill in some stuff. Like we've got it's to tell you how heavy, this works. Yeah, for sure. and the whole Jonathan yeah. and Jonathan and Nancy thing, which th- them together for some reason that that duo never really did much for me. I thought the second season they really start doing some really fun stuff with matching different characters up with each other to go on, mm. you know, do things. Uh, but I don't know. They felt kind of flat together for some reason. I know I'm sure there's a mm-hmm. lot of Jonathan and Nancy people out there that are going to kill me for saying that. But, <laughs> the Literally actors come to your it has house. nothing to do with the actors. It's just no, I of course. Uh, teenage drama, drama. Yeah, skip it. All right, let's move into Cinema Sins with The King's Man, a Watkins Whittington script. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go first. What? It's a Whittington script. What? Um, this is another weird franchise for me where I've seen the first film. Um, skipped the second and now I've 
been forced to watch the prequel. So it was like, I'm sure I'm missing something. I heard that the Golden Compass wasn't a very good um, sequel to to the first film or whatever it was. Um, and I was never a big fan of the first one as it is. I ended up loving this film. Like, I hated the first 20 minutes because I was like, oh, we're just getting an alternate European World War history mm. lesson, which is just a bit lame. But as soon as it gets to the no man's land scene, I was like, oh, I'm in now. And from then onwards, like, it's really, really fun. Pretty much as soon as his son dies, <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah, um, that's weird, yeah, right? Fine. <laughs> it's so strange. But as soon as he's out of the picture, I'm having a brilliant time with it. That's dark, man. It's super dark. I mean, he's we didn't find He's not a great his... character, to be fair. Like, he's he's not really, really not. that interesting. And... No. Um, and yeah, it has the same twist as the first one, which was yeah, fine. But Ray Ray for Fines is just brilliant in this film. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved it. In. So good. Ray for Fines is in Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing to do with Jeremy on this script was, and I only realized halfway through this, like I think I've been put on this because I'm English, like because it's so England centric and it's it's very much uh like the original avengers kind of theme like you picked out in the script jonathan mm-hmm. like, i think i'm gonna lean into like the the, Br- the british slang and all of that stuff and get jeremy to do as many accents as possible so getting him to do like the scottish slang and then getting him to do the northern accent um at the end um bloody hell i didn't know it was down here and i didn't know i was supposed to pick it off that mangled yank that we just murdered jeremy <laughs> just nailed that so great. much that was so funny and I wasn't expecting it, of course, too. Uh-huh. But that one, what, that one got me. Uh, just the way he shifted. So this, Polly doesn't say, "Oh bloody hell!" <laughs> yeah, so good. So um, good. I had to get the Union flag dig into there because this general would absolutely know that that was a Union flag and not a Union Jack. I just remember and Chris's comment was, yeah, "Oh, that's a thing." But, Chris was like. I'm sure this is an argument somewhere in England, but is it really that big of a deal? And I was like, <laughs> fuck, yes, it is. It is a sin. We need to sin it. Um, but yeah, I one of the rare one of the rare occasions where I've sinned a film and ended up loving it more because I'm sinning it. Like it's it, it was really, really weird to come out of this film thinking, I'm gonna watch this again. Like I really enjoyed it. I no, I like it too. I like it. That was the second time I had seen it. I liked it more the second time, even though we were mm. sending it. I had a really good time with it. Um, you know, I think it does. I think it does suffer. I think Chris was the one that said something like he thought it suffered from just typical prequel stuff, and I, it does. I mean, but of course, but the action scenes are just so like not like the MCU. I guess like you can kind of see what's going on. I mean, I don't know. The action scenes no, are just yeah different, imaginative, like the Rasputin yeah, it's not, spinning. It, well, scene is fantastic. Yeah, they have like, and they kind of have like an older feel to them. Then they're not just mm. like what we're normally seeing in a lot of mainstream uh, yeah. action movies. Obviously, I know there's like you know action movies overseas that are they're still kicking a lot of ass right now. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was just fun to see. Yeah, the the that fight was really cool. This uh, I love though. So, anyways, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's definitely worth seeing if you haven't checked it out, or if you just didn't want to see it because you hated the king, the golden circle, or what. And it's very mm-hmm. different from the first one too. I mean, it's got a whole different Super. feel to it. Much more restrained. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely not as over the top and like you know, like modest or whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, I liked how we send how stupid the whole shepherd reveal was, and I loved the way Ian yeah. went about that. We're like, yeah, just so you know, it's this guy. <laughs> just like pointed out how dumb that is. Um, 
Yeah, it's super dumb and unnecessary. <laughs> I also love the whole the way Ian wrote about the end, uh, the whole setup at the end, and like their plan, how stupid their plan was. Which I didn't even think about the fact that they could all like I didn't getting even, off, huh? The getting off of that island thingy. Well, the, just like just how they were going to get up there. Like they could have yeah. all just ridden in a plane and landed up there yeah. at the end of it's the day. It's wild, and they're worried <laughs> about controlling the elevator, the the lift thing. And I'm like, but but. But you don't want that to work. You you that's the only way down. Like fuck it up immediately. Like <laughs> why are you so worried? Especially when your chief concern is that you're gonna get found out. You're immediately found out and go up there anyway. It's and I, dumb. I love how they, they they just murder that guy. Like they're just like we don't know who yeah. this guy is. But who knows? It, it could have been Ray for fines for all we know, <laughs> know. And they're just like fuck him up. <laughs> like dude, you need to get up there. I don't care if we kill this guy. You need to get up there. Uh, but... Stop fucking about and get on the bloody boulder. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I do. I did love the the goats thing. Was I loved having that said? You know, goats. How do they work? But I just the goats were <laughs> such an interesting addition to that scenario. I mean, I think the so goats strange. almost make it work better than it would have. The goat redemption arc is just oh, yeah. unnecessarily bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, and I also like the whole thing about like where you said where like and luckily Ray Ray Fiennes fell where there was a nice sheet of glass that he could stick his shoes into. <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was crazy. I, uh, the last one I'll mention, though, the saying Zed instead of Z, <laughs> Chris was trying to, he was guessing that Ian had written that. And I was like, nope, that was me. <laughs> I wish I Isn't had. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Isn't that fun whenever they're like, oh, this is a Denae one? I'm like, mm -hmm. nope. No. Someone's do. I think there was one one time where Aaron maybe wrote boobies, but spelled it B-E-W-B-I-E-S, which is like <laughs> a Denae thing to do mm -hmm. for boobies. Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Cute boobs. <laughs> oh my Amazing. God. I think I think um, Chris just liked the poetic beauty of the English person critiquing Zed instead of Z, but sadly no, because Zed is correct. Uh, Danae. Oh man. Um, I enjoy this one for a lot of reasons. I would never watch this movie, so no. it's fun to watch the sinning of of the film. Um, but also I was kind of around as Ian send it. So Ian is obviously visiting from England. And so he's been working from both Aaron's house and my house, just kind of going back and forth between our two environments. And so I kind of got to see this being written and then come into fruition. And, uh, I got to hear him talking to Aaron about like accidentally liking it yes. and the, the almost frustration with accidentally liking it. Like, oh man, I was prepared to really not like this uh -huh. one. So. This is what you said. What's great. Yeah, what's great is that Aaron is getting to know what I what I like and dislike pretty well. So the first twenty minutes, I just said to him, "Look, I am hate watching this. I am sending the heck out of it. This is not fun." And he just went, "Okay, cool, okay." Like because, I kind of said, "Okay, we'll see, we'll see." Five minutes later, we get to the no man's land scene, and I'm like, "Wait, oh. is this good?" And Aaron went, "Yup, <laughs> <laughs> you bastard, you knew I was gonna like this," and he was like, "Uh huh." He's the reason I saw so the fun. theater. He uh, he told he recommended it. He's like, actually, you'll be surprised, but the Kingsman's yeah. really good. So I'm like, oh, I'll go check it out. And uh, that's but awesome. I, probably I loved it. Otherwise. I kind of I also like just again. I got to see more of like the conversations happening too on this one. So it was a bit unique for me in that way. But something else that happened in this was um, Ian uh, getting to kind of have like moments where he would he would go. Hmm. Got to use my degree on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because I, I, I have a degree in politics and history, and the main focus was European history in the 20th century. So I was like, did Chris know that? Like, this isn't right. This isn't what Hitler did. Nope. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that whole Hitler breakdown was great. Oh, Which, it's that so was just, dumb. That was just, I don't know. That was dumb. I didn't like that. I, yeah. I think he's in hospital at this point. 
after the war like he is not doing what the movie says he's doing well and that's the fun part too it's like not only was i entertained i also was educated while watching this Heck, you know yeah just that kind of like mom like oh my god cinemasins taught me something today <laughs> educated brains <laughs> so that was fun yeah, I just, I just don't know that I like the idea of them. If they go this, I don't know if they'll make another one sequel off this. I think they are actually they making are. a third one with uh, Taron. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Uh, Taron Egerton. Yeah, Egerton. Yeah. I think they. Whatever I think is. they're making a third one with him. I, I know at one point they were, but oh, uh, uh, okay. I know there's a third one on the cards, but yeah. sorry, there's a fourth movie on the cards, yes, but I yes. don't know when it's set. But it's but like they're definitely be setting up that trilogy thing. or whatever. But yeah. I don't know if they're sequelizing this. But I, God, I just, I wouldn't want a Hitler villain. That I just, I don't know. Like, it's gonna happen. I, I but I just happen. like, especially with like, I mean, Inglorious Bastards, I think did about the best job you could do with something like that. And mm-hmm. other than Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I, I forgot about Jojo. <laughs> Poor little Jojo, Jojo Rabbit is the best. Yeah, you've done Jojo Rabbit. We don't need, we don't need Kingsman doing it. <laughs> I also want to say that I continue to be excited that I now understand Hamilton references. Yes. Because I didn't before watching Hamilton earlier this year on Broadway. Um, I'm still what shocked was, that I had a chance to do that. What was so. the reference in this one again? Because we've done a few recently, so I'm trying to He's remember. got a maid in the room where it happens, yes. the room where it happens, yes. the room where it happens. Which is so happens, perfect, because that's exactly <laughs> what he has. He mm-hmm. he wants to be in the room where it happens, and he gets a maid to do it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, because I think, I, I, if I remember correctly, I think it was this one. I was thinking about that, but I could never get it to work, and then I got the sin mm-hmm. from uh, from Ian. I was like, oh, cool. So I just felt fun. like this, this sin, or this video had that, really nice balance of just like quick one-off things and then actually getting into the sins of history and mm. um actually getting to the sins of the show itself and their plan but then all again like having fun like oh fuck you movies are thrown in and <laughs> like um when he gets launched into the the bunker from no man's land and oh, survive that's ridiculous. that fuck you movie and especially because they're just going to kill him two seconds later like all of that yeah, right just so <laughs> like that would have made more sense for him to die there because yeah, that guy shooting more him ridiculous and then there's silly ones like this cake is not in my stomach i think was one of them that i, I kind of chuckled at <laughs> oh, yeah that was me that cake looked good yeah, there was did. like uh, was there like there was foreshad foreshad doodling? Foreshadoodling. Yeah, the drawing of the parachute. There's just fun little things that are sprinkled in while still having meaty chunky things to mm. to devour. So well, uh, well way, done. I'm, I think that probably did look like a parachute from that time period. I cannot believe anyone jumped out of a plane with that. Oh hell no! <laughs> like the way that it's all it looks just like tissue it, paper packed onto yeah. a backpack. It's like, yeah. This will save my life from ten thousand feet. Backpack. No. It looked like it was a flat piece of wood <laughs> that just had like little poofs of stuff yeah, on top like, of like it. it cotton or tissues or yeah, yeah it was really not something that you'd be like you know what let's go <laughs> <laughs> i've got to say that was my biggest accidental laugh in the film but i don't know if you're supposed to laugh but when he's coming in to land and you're like oh he's gonna make it and the wind just yeets him <laughs> off the side of the cliff and i'm like oh no that was that was awesome the way that was filmed. i think matthew vaughn's a little underrated i i i on golden circle might actually be his only bad film i mean i love stardust and oh i don't uh, know that i've seen it actually but kick ass he did the first kick ass i like the first kingsman a lot so and he did uh he did one of the x-men he did a really he did uh the first class i think was the one he did which is really good oh that's actually a good x-men yeah. film that's one of the good ones i like matthew um okay let's move into the never-ending the never-ending story ending oh my how, how could goodness. he not do that <laughs> And if anyone has never watched that music video, please go watch that music video. I haven't seen the music. There's a music video? Well, it's just the, it's, it is, but it's just the dude, like, I don't know. He's just interesting to watch. <laughs> just, Man, well, Danae is going to watch that while Jonathan, 
gives us our thoughts or his yeah. thoughts. Don't give people my thoughts. Did you did you write on this? Who I think I, I thought this was I, sorry, Atkinson. This is an Atkinson Scott, Scott script. Yeah, this Can is I an OG you, crew. I was sort of like I'm so I was so excited to see this one because it is an OG script and mm-hmm. I loved what, looking at the OG scripts. I think it's fun that they get to like oh, yeah. choose which ones they want to go at and why wouldn't they go at never ending story together mm-hmm. that's a really fun one to kind of go at but i was like this i feel like is one that usually would come my way and yes. i loved this movie growing up so i was super excited to see mm. uh that this was on our um on our radar and i'm this was a fun one what did to, you like tell us uh yeah ian i'm gonna Screw go the first order. instead jonathan no one cares yeah. about your thoughts we around. That's how we i was gonna yeah. hit jonathan but never mind Danae. <laughs> well ian does what he wants when he's in charge do what i want um yeah this did everything that you want it to do right um it's the nostalgia boost from a movie that i was obsessed with when i was little uh it has the valid sins going on that you're hoping to see like that the what was it the north or whatever or the south had been destroyed and yet it's still there just things that you don't really think about because you watched this when you were a kid and this is a kid like one of those that you haven't really like truly evaluated for its sins before mm-hmm. I, the, the sins i really enjoyed too were things like it keeps saying um like this the empress is our last hope or atreyu is our last hope or the oracle is our last hope and we're just sitting all that like, okay, but we can't trust anything that you say because no, you keep no. saying that. Um, or uh, it's a great mix of silly sins um, and serious sins. But man, this was like, I know people say like, stay away from my nostalgia. I was oddly excited about it because it's like uh-huh. a badge of honor. And you don't I really, really want us to stay away. You want us to fuck it up. You really no. Do. I wanted to know what their swamp of sadness sin was going to be, <laughs> oh, yeah, and was, it was, was not curious, disappointed. Yeah. Uh huh. Because that's obviously a huge like trauma moment for childhood to watch this cool horse that this kid is getting to it ride. Really like is. it's it's you're, horrible. You you're watching this kid. Then you're relating to it because it's a kid. So you're obviously really, you're like, man, that's so cool. This kid already has a horse. Like what <laughs> what accomplishments has Atreyu had in his life that he already is that like has his own horse level and he's already mm-hmm. like warrior level. Like this kid's cool. Yeah. And they spend so much time riding through this world, which I forgot about, but like 7% of the movie, I have no doubts in my mind. They probably like considered running actual numbers and doing like <laughs> and analytical comparisons. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that past them, but anyway, so, and then all of a sudden it's just the horse is dead. The horse is gone. It's brutal. I remember sobbing. Did you guys cry? Oh, as a kid, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you cry, Ian? Well, the first time I watched this film was last year. And oh, I just remember so being... Yeah, I sobbed my eyes out. I remember being very thankful that I didn't watch this as a kid. Because it's not even, like, remotely fun. It is fucking brutal. Like, that, that horse drowns. I don't care that he comes back at the end. He no. drowns. Well, that is he's brutal. Sad. Like, because that's he's the whole so, God, so sad. That's why you drown. Because he's screaming. Yeah, the horse is sad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that makes, makes it just like, No, Ajax! Or whatever his name and is. And he's like, our, he is like sobbing and screaming and pleading with this horse. Yes, and nothing is come. working. Oh. And then he's completely alone. But the sin of that is absolutely... Well, then why isn't Atreyu? Yeah, because he's like also dead. Yeah, huh? (laughs) Absolutely, should have been sunk. A hundred percent, ten times over, should have been dead by now. Atreyu survived. Yeah, Yeah. he survives this Um, sadness. I super loved the boob sin on this one. (laughs) Like 
it's such a wonderful thing to just like go because I remember looking and be like, oh, my gosh, we're seeing naked boobs because it's just not something that you see in a kid's movie. Mm. So I love that they got that. Um, this one did something really fun, too, uh, as I was watching it and the characters like at the Oracle gates, the the little guy, the little guardian guy is is like he's like, you know, he has to get to the second gate. I haven't told you what the second gate is yet. And my sin brain was, how does he know about that? And oh, I would I think I would send that. And then like a beat later is when Chris and Jeremy get to that sin mm. where they're like, by the way, how would he even know? That's and I always awesome. love that feeling when I'm watching one uh, content of ours and a sin that pops into my brain is one that gets into it. It was just like this really satisfactory feeling like, mm-hmm. yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah, it. I'd have written mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Uh, Jonathan, you might go next. I haven't watched this movie in forever. This is one, though, that didn't really stick with me for whatever reason. So, like, I mean, I watched it some as a kid. I don't really remember if I liked it that much or not. But I, I do remember, like, I was really into, like, you know, Jim Henson and Muppets. So, so all the, mm-hmm. like, the the puppetry work or the the way they do, like, the creatures and stuff, just all that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, even still, like, watching it in the video, like, this this looks amazing. Like, that rock monster thing, like, that looked great. It's great. Yeah. It is uh, incredible. Or Gmork. Yeah. Scared the Gmork. fuck out of me uh-huh. when I was a kid. But, God, uh, that was so scary. But and I, I actually meant to ask Chris this before we record, and I forgot. I'll, maybe I'll find out report later. Because I was curious if he still liked it. Because this was a movie, when we met as teenagers, I remember this was a movie he would talk about sometimes, like as being one of his, like movie he really liked. Mm. Uh, and he actually got to, I think he got to meet her, the the actress that plays the princess. Oh, yes. Oh, she became a ballerina and never did another movie. Yeah. And she, but she was at... They were him or and Jeremy were at a convention, I think, for maybe one of Jeremy's books or something. And Jeremy was doing autographs, and they, I think they were next to her, or she was pretty close to them signing That's autographs. That's awesome. I, That's I think really there's fun. a picture of him and her. I think. I think the childlike empress. But I think, and I think she's like probably she's probably our age because we we would have been like seven and eight when this came out. So she's probably maybe a yeah. couple years older than us. But and she had that cool like <clears throat> my my obsession with um. What it's not like a tiara, it's something specific that like drips down onto your forehead. Yeah, I don't know what that's called? Yeah, a little headpiece head thing. Yeah. My obsession with those was like exponentially higher after watching this movie when I was a girl. I was like, I want one of those. Whenever somebody says headpiece, I think of whatever that weird thing Picard's wearing in a Star Trek Insurrection. I- insurrection? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eugene Chafor. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I like that the uh, we send the eighties cliche of dads trying to force their kids into sports. Like, look, I. <laughs> My dad wasn't like that. So, I mean, I did play baseball, but I wanted to play baseball. Like, that wasn't something he did. And he was happy, Mm. and he was there all the time. He coached me and stuff like that. But, like, I just don't – that is, like, a thing, especially in the 80s. Even in the – I think it got worse in the 90s because, like, in the 90s, you've even got, like, like coaches and stuff that are, like – I still remember seeing Air Bud, which is a kid's movie. And there's this whole scene where the coach is just pounding the kid with a basketball over and over. Jesus. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I bet it happened. I absolutely yeah, well, guarantee it happened. I mean, the sad thing is I do know, obviously, so this is not a this is not a stereo i mean there's probably there are dads like that i'm just saying i'm just mm. i'm glad i didn't have one like that no and, absolutely and i did that did make it more noticeable to me when they would just keep doing that over and over in these mm-hmm. in these 80s movies uh and just the rock monster eating a rock and the sin is cannibalism oh that was so <laughs> funny that was so genuinely funny oh, so <laughs> and i want to say that the craziness he was that they were describing about the kid making a sandwich and all that stuff and everything was open and scattered yeah that is 100 percent accurate that that, that is that's just life if your kids yeah. are making food at that age you're gonna have to be there and then you're gonna have to you know close everything after uh, i don't believe it 
I don't my, believe uh, it. You come hang out with my daughter for a week. I'll let you have <laughs> free reign. You'll you'll see. And they like like and you'll go in the kitchen after they've left. Like just six drawers will be open. <laughs> Why did you open six drawers? Like what were you looking for? Like what about like a drawer the we keep batteries in? What'd you need a battery for? <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um yeah i i don't have the same connection to this film uh, maybe an age thing but i didn't watch it growing up it wasn't in the rotation yeah. of movies at all um uh i knew by reputation that it was a bonkers bizarre acid trip of the movie and that a horse dies and that is traumatic so I, w- I was ready for it when i reviewed it last year um and i yeah it hit me like that horse scene is fucking miserable yeah. and we've we've said it but it is really really dark um but yeah, I love the Jim Hensonness of all of this. I love the all I can remember is the 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 Empress's like palace thing, and then the the people with regular sized bodies but massive fucking heads. Huge. I'm yes. Like, is this an alien? Like uh-huh. all we're gonna do is we're gonna scale up their heads by three hundred percent, and it's just the 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 practical effects. I will always give extra props to because it just it gives it that labyrinth. Um, Fraggle Rock. By yeah, the way, man. the Jim Fraggle Hansen, Rock joke is incredible. I mean, his um, son, his son has done some stuff. I mean, it's not like you know. I mean, there's still some a lot of people out there. I just don't know how much people work with really puppets and stuff anymore. I just don't think that's really no. Not a thing. It just for some reason, it's it died off. People don't have the same like, love for it. Movies that I don't really care that much for, but I can watch just because of the of the Henson stuff. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. Willow is one. Not a huge yeah. fan of, but I but visually Willow, it's so much fun. Willow. Labyrinth is Down great. I love Labyrinth. Yeah, Labyrinth Bench is a classic. I, I love that one too. It's interesting because like I'll have Iris watch like Flag- Fraggle Rock or I'll have her watch like even shows right now that have puppets in them. There's one called uh, Waffles and Mochi mm-hmm. that's really good. Um, and she's just not as interested in the puppetry. And mm-hmm. I she likes the animation more, yeah. which I understand, I suppose. But um, I really love puppetry. Mm-hmm. I do no, too. I remember uh, that with that creepy show was on with like the grandparents that are puppets and then are there when we went to st louis there was on the tv and it's really creepy the grandparents were puppets yeah the grandparents are, are puppets was the kid human i don't oh, i think so you showed that to me were you yeah. watching a horror movie were they like all like potato looking <laughs> yeah they were like stuff? potato looking stuff and iris was loving it and i was like oh. what no this is terrifying we can't watch this yeah i don't remember what that was actual tv yeah. show it was kids, kids TV. it was a anyway, tv show though it was a kids, yeah, TV, kids show. tv show but and you can never like, you can never farm. guess you can never guess what's gonna be terrifying no. you know like for example just to go back to this when he when um sebastian screams about turtle the tortoise the gigantic Mm. tortoise yes Uh, and then the sin is just like this is how you're reacting and like the book is just like and then he beheld a tortoise or something like that it was so funny because like he's so reacts he's like "Ah!" you can see his tonsils you can see his soul in that moment um you can never guess what children are gonna you just you don't know you You just don't know okay with that let's head into the comment section Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We'll each pick a comment from last week's content in the various places you reach out. Discord, YouTube, Reddit, etc. I shall go first. This is from the Stranger Things video. Um, and it is... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I don't get why the sinner is so worried about the identity of the Duffer brothers when it's so obvious. First name, the. Middle name, Duffer. Last name, brothers. <laughs> Give the poor man a break. I was like, I had never thought of that. Correct. Oh, bravo. We all stand corrected. Apologies. <laughs> Jonathan. Uh, I had one from Flea and the Acrobat. It was uh, Vincent Moore. He said, I'm surprised you didn't send the cliche of Hopper shooting the inside door panel and that somehow making the outside door panel not work. I mean, you could have gotten a free bumper sticker, but I guess YouTube voiceover got a YouTube voiceover. Also, I want one of those bumper stickers now. <laughs> Get it in the merch store. Speaking Let's of which, we should, we should uh... totally do a... Uh, Matthew Modine's hair is still a sun t-shirt. <laughs> we should. Oh my god! And it's actually, just that drawing. I don't know if we can it's put. It's just it, like the yo, little stick drawing. Yes, it with the doodle. I don't know if we'd I have to. Get, we'd have to get approval from Modine, maybe. But he seems cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, we know him personally. He we'll listens to the out. show. Friend of the show, Matthew Modine's hair. Today, I'm just making a note for the merch store. Listen, I, I'm just gonna say this here on BTS. I'm gonna believe it. I, we need to have somebody who's really good at putting together like photoshop little little ideas and stuff if Mm -hmm. if we if we as a team member if we had as a team had someone that i could just be like hey i want to have a bumper sticker here's what i want to look like um we would have some really fun merch all the time i just like we don't i'm i'm a fumbler i'm gonna be like i'm gonna go to a website i'm gonna type in words i'm gonna Mm -hmm. click on a font and be like here it is and maybe that's enough maybe i shouldn't worry about it but i love that bumper sticker idea Mm -hmm. absolutely coming in a month will be the potato puppet of ian so right we need a potato (laughs) puppet of ian i don't want it i don't Uh, want it comes with a horse that dies oh my gosh (laughs) you know like it's just a dead horse a dead horse puppet Oh my god! Oh no! It comes with a de- like a puppet that's like never you can never get it unstuck yeah. from this big like circular oh, puddle. Oh, like you go no. to pull on it and it just sucks it's it in even more. Oh no! <laughs> Very sad. Oh, um, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to a comment that was on the commercial sins video this week. This is from Jim Stennett who says, "Is picking a fight with guys who operate killer satellites really a good idea?" <laughs> and I just want to say we're not picking a fight. Nope. Um, but I understand what you're saying. And also Curtis on the same video says, "I may be biased, but that was hilarious. I credit the writers because that was so funny and so short. Great sinning." nice yeah yeah if the government is listening please don't space force us into orbit yeah yeah don't do that uh we are we're we're just having a good time okay Mm -hmm. we're we're just having 
a good time. Take a joke, jeez. Jeez. Okay, let's move into nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. Maybe you wouldn't want to nitpick, right, Danny? Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Um, actually... Oops. What do you mean, oops? Missed it by that much. Am I just going to nitpick everyone until they leave me? I'm going to take a look at some, um, actuallys from the comments, and we will decide together if the commenter was green, yellow, or red, apart from this week, because I'm making the bold prediction that they're all green. <laughs> is, I, think, um, is, I think we fucked some stuff up. Did you just pick Chris Sands, I hope? <laughs> no, yeah, oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> we'll do that now. So <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a message from um on on slack the place where we communicate on work and this was in the behind the scenes channel where we kind of we check out the edit um and last week i found out that, that chris listens chris listens to the episodes so when i chucked him under the bus for the sin about um what was the sin about jonathan i don't remember because I, I didn't listen to it so i don't know i haven't listened to it yet so i don't oh, know no, of course so it was the from sin... far away it was from no way home right no way home it and it was sinning venom. venom it was about sinning venom at the end and it was chris's sin and i chucked him under the bus saying that oh yeah no i protested that and um chris called me out on my nonsense um so we'll we'll see how that tribunal goes but yes chris listens to the show love you chris you're, you're, you're the best i love you chris yeah if there's someone who's going to be wondering if they're going to be here every week it's now ian yes <laughs> i don't what's weird i don't think he listens every week though i think he just listens when he has time oh, man, if it, that's the only one he listens to yeah, him, like, i chuck him I under don't the know bus for sure no but i i've had that i don't even remember what i said or did obviously and i was joking and he knew that and he mm -hmm. made a joke back at me but i was still like i got caught off guard when he it's so funny it's great it's one of my favorite things um cool so um the state flag um <laughs> the, sorry the the trooper flag um in stranger things is actually the state flag for indiana um so they didn't just make it up on the spot that is the the flag of indiana so if you're going to send anything send the 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 well, flag of send indiana it's still fine <laughs> yeah it's that still still fine. you'd be sending the flag of indiana so either way we're sending mm -hmm. it so uh-huh i guess they're just um, saying we should have mentioned that like i know this probably been, but whatever Damn it, do some research, people. Okay. Um, no, this was... it's crazy how much research we do, and then you still it's miss true. stuff. It's like... true. I don't, I, I don't care. That's the fun part. Well, that one, um, I don't think it matters. But... <laughs> that no. one doesn't yeah. matter. That's just fun. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's just like, this badge is, this badge is dumb, and mm -hmm. here's why. Yeah. And if the badge is from an actual flag, then by inference, that means that the flag is and dumb. I mean, that the majority of people too. that live in Indiana don't know what their flag looks like. So, you know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's obviously true. a dandelion battle gear. It's obvious what it I, is. We clearly, all know it. I do. I will say I do know what the Tennessee state flag looks like, but I do sometimes have to, like, think about it for a second. <laughs> of course. Of course. I mean, it's just not. I don't have it, like, in my house. And Ours, uh, from Missouri, ours has bears on it. I'm pretty sure. That makes sense. Yeah, because you Missouri got bears. bears. Yeah. Missouri yeah. bears. I mean, not necessarily where you are, but there are bears in Missouri. Mm -hmm. So the next one is another example of like some of the comments literally said, man, if you just Googled this for two seconds, you'd have figured it out. And this is from the King's Man. And the sin was that Rasputin takes a little bit of poison every morning. And I just wrote, that's not how poison works. And of course, that actually pretty much is exactly how poison works. So it's called Mithraditism or mi mi Mithraditism. Yeah, mithraditit, damn it, mithraditism. Wow. And this is the practice of taking little bits of poison to build up an immunity. And it actually works with most poisons. Like, m there's only a couple of poisons where how, it will kill you, you know and you'll get toxic exposure. Is, like, that's terrifying. Right? But the, the practice of finding that, dialing it in to build up a, a, an immunity is true. And it is something that, that Rasputin did. 
as well. Oh, well. So I will take that back and I apologize. You are a green, sir. Uh, or madam. I don't know. Or person. I don't know who actually um, did that. Okay, let's move into some sin to win. Wait, what do you want to do? You want to play a game? Please, nobody ever lets me play. I want to play a game. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Competition is meaningless. We're going to play a game together to separate the winners from the losers and the sinners from the Susers. Did you did you do that or was that Aaron? It's I remember it from the first time we did Sin to Win and he's cut it out because he doesn't like it and I'm bringing it back because I do. Oh, I love this so much. I don't even Okay, so uh, this week, we uh, first of all, again, shout out to our little uh, guest, a little, our guest producer, JCD, um, and who always likes to meet, also mentioned Chris Batkinson, who helps with um, putting these things together. I really Thank appreciate you. you guys helping with them. Um, I'm going to give you guys an option. We can do the game we normally play, or we have one called Three Sins and a Lie. It doesn't matter to um... So Three Sins and a, and a Lie is where you guys are going to be provided with a movie and four sins from that movie. But only three of them are the real sins, and you have to guess which one is fake. Man, that's yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, um, I don't care about point systems. If Aaron was here, we would stop the show and discuss point systems. Um, but he's not here, so we're just gonna play and have fun. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I'm here, and I care about point systems. <laughs> so I guess it's just like you guys can get. I'll give. I'll give you all four, and one of you can guess. And if mm-hmm. you can't guess, that the other person has a chance to, and then they take a point. Sure. Okay. But do we even know our points from last time? Like, are you I've, keeping yeah, track? Yeah, I'm keeping track of it. Probably is. I haven't. I have been, oh I haven't been worried about it because I know he is. Even the live show, I've included that, but not in the overall yeah, don't you total because it doesn't live count. Show he said, but he said <laughs> Chris and Jeremy, it doesn't count because doesn't count because it's not the live show. Week. But I've still recorded it. He said yeah. that like wow. to them, like to his <laughs> boss's face. Oh my god! Oh, I have a job. I really am. <laughs> well, me too. All right, let's go on. The first one is Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're gonna start with a flip a coin. I have no coin, but I do have this little, uh, this little, <laughs> this Wait, little what? turtle. If it lands on its feet, that's heads up, and that's Ian. If that's it lands nonsense. on its back, then. <laughs> And then Jonathan's going to oh, go no, first. no, that's Jonathan's going to win. It landed uh, upright. So, Ian, you'll go first mm. after complaining. <laughs> yes, well, ma'am. Do you not believe me? Let's go. I believe you. Now that I've oh, won, okay, I okay. believe you. The princess right. <laughs> okay. So, here are the sins that are that you have to guess which one is not actually a sin. Okay. 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 Uh, not to mention the other classic blunders of forgetting your morning coffee on top of your car on your way to work. And of making a movie and assuming that a certain YouTube channel won't sin it. Okay. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two is sinning Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three is Tom Cruise isn't even in this movie, but he's, uh, he's still insisted on doing this stunt himself. Mm-hmm. And four is for a fairy tale lake, this body of water sure likes an American river. Princess Diaries or Princess Bride? The Princess Bride. <laughs> I yeah. get those the confused one, Yeah, because you wrote on Princess Diaries. I did. I did. So again, it says uh, uh-huh. you're provided with a movie and four sins from that movie. However, only three of them are real. Mm-hmm. You have to guess which sin is the fake one. Can you read the first one again for me? Not to mention the other classic blunders of forgetting your morning coffee on your car on your way to work and of making a movie and assuming that a certain YouTube channel won't sin it. What was the last one? For a fairy tale lake, this body of water sure looks like an American river. I'm going to go with, I know we've done that Tom Cruise sin. I know we have. I don't know if we did it in this video. Um, it's part of the fun. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Tom Cruise. That's the fake. Uh, that is not correct. Ah! Oh, I'm glad I didn't go first because that was my guess. Too. What, what, uh, that what, what is an it? actual sin from the Princess Bride. I'm sure it is. I've, I've I was seen just trying it. to think right. of what the stunt was, though. That's what I was trying to think. Like, is it him falling? Probably rolling down the hill. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. Could be. What was the second one? The second one is sinning Fast and Furious movies. I mean, we talked about this on. Um, I feel like the coffee cup one was in it too, and the fairy tale lake. I mean, that automatically sounds like, but that could be a trick. I'll guess the fairy tale lake, the fourth one. That is incorrect. Yeah, well, oh, I overthought it. It's All the right, second you have a 50, one. Isn't 50 it? shot. It's oh. a 50-50 shot, Ian. Oh, oh, um, fuck it. Fast and Furious. That's the fake. That is incorrect. You both fail. No! It is the first one. <laughs> I really thought I remembered the first one. I, that's it. That, is, is the sin from another video though? If it's fake, or do you um, know? JCD is in our live chat right now, so I'm going to let JCD tell me more about that process. I love this idea. I actually kind of like the idea of fans being able to go to a Sins video mm -hmm. and do this themselves and maybe even write their own Sin as the fake one. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a really fun thing for us to have to kind of guess around for. So uh, this could open up some really fun interaction from those of you who are listening if you wanted to try to stump some of the guys on on there that's awesome but you yeah, could take so, like three cents i wrote yesterday and then put a fake one in and i still wouldn't get this right <laughs> amazing <laughs> for the okay, point so system no i figured no it out okay. the, it, it, um, if you get it the first time three points then two then one yeah and then okay zero and right that now zero sense. that makes exactly sense. yeah okay um all right, let's go on to one more and see if anybody can score a point. Mm -hmm. This one is for the movie or the Sins video, The Santa Claus. Oh. Does it matter if one of us wrote on this? I still don't think that's going to give me an advantage, but I did write on I this. I don't think so. I don't think because so as you just said a moment ago, you won't remember anything anyway. Heck yeah, that's, <laughs> but if even I get if this I wrote on the first guess, Ian's going to say that's, that's shenanigans. He's going to play in protest. Mm -hmm. uh, just for clarification, JCD wrote both of the fake ones nice. on this nice. one. Okay, cool. So, That's a good way to do it. They're not from another video. Good. They're added in with like some kind of a context to try to throw us off, which is really fun. Okay. The Santa Claus. Uh, this one's going to Jonathan to start. Here are your sins. Number one, seems like a pretty fucking important piece of info to just have half-assed stuffed into a pocket. Number two, also... Scott could see Santa up on the roof when he first went outside and spooked the man. So why is why is it that he only just now sees the sleigh and reindeer? Three, could be that this guy needs to give his medical degree back. And four, strangers with candy. I think it's three. You are incorrect, okay. Ian. I know two, it's not. So I know, I think I know it now. Can you read the first two again? The first two? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one is, seems like a pretty fucking important piece of info to just half-assed stuffed into a pocket. Mm -hmm. And two is, also, Scott could see Santa up on the roof when he first went outside and spooked the man. So why is it that he just now sees the sleigh and reindeer? First one is the fake. You are incorrect. No! Jonathan, back to you. It's got to be the last one, because I wrote the second one. I'm almost positive. Strangers with Candy is your guess? Yeah. You are incorrect. Wow. <laughs> I swear there's a sin that's like <laughs> like that. That's amazing. Or maybe they yeah, maybe I we really... had a sin similar to that and we cut it. Wow. I don't know. But the funny thing is is that we're not gonna remember. That's this no. is the this is the fun part of of this. That's beautiful. I remember Scott coming out and I was thinking it was I remember thinking it was weird he didn't see all that stuff. But uh but that's maybe it was so just something funny. we didn't keep in. Because I thought I thought Strangers with Candy was also one, but I just thought of those two that must be the one. Because that Strangers Here's with Candy makes do. perfect sense. After the show, 
we're going to go back and check JCD's work just to be sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's I, fair. I, I believe yeah. him 100%. JCD. JCD. Just, that's unbelievable. That's uh, like, that might just be, we had, that might just have been an easy, like when we cut. And it probably wasn't the same thing, obviously. He wouldn't have written the same thing, but it might have just been similar enough to where I thought it was right. Yeah. Amazing. Well, as you guys know, you can interact with us on Discord, which you can find links to in descriptions of this show, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah. So as if today. you would like to submit your own that you have done you can direct message those to me with your options um three will have to be actually from the video themselves one would have to be one that you write yourself and this could be kind of a fun thing and a way for you guys to do some sin flexing if you feel like that's it. awesome uh huge thanks to jcd for doing this one yeah, for thank us you. that was awesome we will check your work because um, we find it unbelievable that we got both of them wrong. Yeah, I can't. It sucks. It <laughs> sucks. That's amazing. Well, that's going to do it for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. Got anything you want to send us? Mail it to PO Box 881 Republic, Missouri 65738. Hang out with us on Twitter. We are at Witsend. We are at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And we asked at Sam Loomis 13. So for Danae Hughes, Jonathan Watkins, a dead horse doll, and myself, we will see you next week. Happy hepatitis testing day. Yeah, get it. Yeah, get, get tested. It. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS. Sure, Ian will appreciate all of that. You guys vamp for a second. I need to grab my coffee. I'll be right back. What are we doing? We're ramping. That's oh, Ian's ramp. way of Vamping. saying talk about whatever. Ramping. Yeah, talk about stuff. Act like you know each other. Let me tell you about my my puppy that I'm watching. Um and that it apparently is just full of poop. Oh, that's fun. Oh, but you don't like poop talk. Oh, I don't care about dogs, dude. I've I had St. Bernard's. <gasps> yeah, okay. So <laughs> this dog is smaller than Reese's and Twix. Uh-huh. About 30 pounds or less, like in that range. And pooped larger than my St. Bernard. Oh, wow. Yesterday, that can't twice. Be pleasant for the dog. And I'm just like, how is all of that in there? First of all, and second, like, are you okay? <laughs> that chihuahua that we watch every now and then, my brother-in-law's chihuahua, yeah. which she, I don't know how much she weighs, but it's obviously nothing. I mean, she's big Tiny. for a chihuahua, but still. But uh, she shits all the time. Like, it's, I mean, outside, but it's just, it's crazy. It's like. Yeah. And she it's does so this much. thing, too, where she'll poop before she pees. I've never seen a dog do that. I haven't either. It's usually pee then poo, yeah, right? Yeah, or that's or usually maybe how it both, goes. but at the same time. At the time, yeah. But no, she'll she'll like if she has to. That, but it's kind of cool because if she pees first, you know she's done. Like you know that she doesn't have to do anything else. So it's actually helpful. Yeah, that is helpful. So I, what a cool. I, yeah, cool I don't dog. know if she like fig- if she discovered that was helpful for her owner. <laughs> it was like I'm gonna I'm gonna make him happy. I have to create out create my um. My fight for tonight, Jonathan. I am my 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 friends are coming over. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. We played the first half last night, and we're playing the second half tonight. Wow. Which, of course, 
when you do a D&D game, you have to have a battle. So the battle is tonight and I have to finalize a couple of details before they come back over. So I'm really excited because I get to be creative. That's um, cool. Is Ian playing yeah. this with you guys? Heck yeah. Let's say that you're going... So so you know the movie slash musical uh, little shop of horrors right oh yeah <laughs> okay you know like the really big creature that's the big like venus fly, fly the audrey 2 do you have an audrey 2 in the dungeons and dragons game <laughs> yeah wow so after they get swallowed um let you know this thing just like chomps them and then swallows them is there anything else that you can think that this thing would do mm, mm, no <laughs> okay that's kind of all the venus fly traps do they just eat now mm. he does. She does like you. They she does like birth babies or whatever. And they're like all popping oh out at the God. bottom. I like it. Okay. I don't want to do because there's this. this part in the musical number where it, you have to do like the ah uh, ah. Uh, so all the little baby plants come out doing the ah uh, ah. Uh, I like uh, it. Yeah, oh, I remember that. That's, okay, that's, that's not good. good. That's good. That's not good. No. Technically, this plant is my character's grandmother. <laughs> we think. We suspect. Wow, Dungeons and Dragons is wild. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so funny because like so my job is sort of set the scene and then I can't I can I can do a, I mean I could obviously do whatever I want. So I could tell them exactly what's mm. going on, but the guesses that are happening and the way that they're kind of interacting with the scene it's so delightful. It's mm -hmm. really is, exciting. Is so, everyone a yeah. creature from like another movie? Or no? Is that just happened to be one of them? Oh, else? man, that would be great, though. Um, so <clears throat> the setting is that the players are like uh, students at a school. Oh, okay. A really huge academy, like a, an academy the size of a city. So it doesn't always have to be like medieval and or no, 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 fan, no, no, like, no, no. You can kind of create whatever you want, cool. essentially. I put it in space once because I just, yeah, that's my thing. But is it still yeah, Dungeons did. and Dragons at that point? Because do you have either Dungeons or Dragons? So the Dungeons and Dragons is kind of the title of the rule book, essentially. Oh, gotcha. So it's like Dungeons yeah. and Dragons colon college or something. Yeah. <laughs> colon so, Explorer. <laughs> so is the Venus flytrap the main villain? I don't oh. know if I'm I can I'm not allowed to that. know. Yeah, oh, I, I can't know that. Like I, okay. have, I have recommendations that I don't want to make because she'll use them on me. What this made this me evening. think, though... Of yeah. was like Ready Player One, like where like Chucky just jumps in. Remember, you know what I'm talking about? Ian? Yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah, oh, you could yeah. absolutely do it. That'd be so much fun. Oh, it's fucking Chucky. <laughs> so I have never ever lost a character. I've never died, not once, in the four or five years that I've played D and D. Until tonight, because my DMs have been kind, but also kind of scared of killing the characters. And the one time a DM tried, he just cocked it up and couldn't. Like you'd think if you tried hard enough, just Stack the deck and you can kill us, but we still won. I genuinely think my character will die tonight and I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel when you started off the game immediately in trouble? Um, what do you, do you mean? As, well, I was this. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. So this is my fault. So I was sat right next to Danae, but I can't see her computer. I can't see her notes or anything. So I like stuff. It's like fucking... sacred. Like the DM yeah. space yeah. is sacred space. Uh -huh. You don't look because there's secrets there, yeah. you know. So I wasn't looking, but I was kind of like pretend looking. And then I started fucking with her dice and I was like chucking her dice everywhere and putting stuff on the floor. So she punishes my character. So As you, as you deserve. Four, right. Well, I, so my argument is punish Ian, not Steve. And my character is Steve. 
I was like, don't punish Steve for the shit that his god is doing. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> well, that's so, yeah. I, like, I the, mean, the, the I can't first... make it hurt for you, though. Nothing would bother you. What could I do to, what could I do to Ian? Um, punish hmm. Steve. That's what I can do to Ian. Yeah, I guess that hurts me through it. What a like, malevolent god away, you, you are. You could take away his basketballs. <laughs> yes, my, my sports balls. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I literally just kept keeping Mark. I'm like, okay, he's fucked with my dice twice. He's touched my screen twice. Let's see if he keeps doing it. And every time he was going to mess with me, I was going to keep like, you know what? You just have to keep rolling with this advantage. I didn't know how long it was going to last. My daughter once uh, recently uh, was hitting me and I I just like, Iris, you know, you have hit me twice. Mm -hmm. You're going to have two minutes of alone time and, and, and quiet time. And she hit me again. I was like, that's three minutes. And then she just starts wailing on me. Now it doesn't hurt because she's five. Yeah. But she was just being absolutely obstinate. And I was like, I just kept adding time. We got to 16, I think. And that's a long time for a five-year-old to have to just <laughs> wait in, in there. in Breakfast Club where he keeps giving Chad Nelson detention. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. the... Another I was weekend. More... One more. You got it. <laughs> exactly. It was like that, but with the DM going like, all right, that's two rolls for disadvantage. Yeah. That's three rolls for disadvantage. Like, come at me. Ian took it like a champ. I think Ian realized, oh... Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, I, des- so. I deep down I knew I deserved this. I just felt bad for Steve because Steve is a kid that just like doesn't want to get into trouble. And the three people that he's with all want to get into trouble and fuck things up. So he's constantly trying to put the pieces of everything back together. And they're currently at his mother's house doing uh, at a sleepover. And she's very particular and doesn't want people, for good reason, going into some of the rooms in this big house. And he's just like, people, please, can we not just go to sleep at 8 p.m. and then wake up and have breakfast? Like, why do we have to fuck with my house? <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you hear something. Do you wake up? And he, and so he's rolling dice to see if he wakes up and he has to roll twice and take the lower number. He's like, no, I'm still asleep. <laughs> no, I'm still asleep. I'm having a nightmare. <laughs> he did. He had a nightmare. Uh-huh. Ian's like, I just want a good night's sleep. That's what my character is. <laughs> yeah, this is my, like, that's my high fantasy for me is having a good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> just waking up well rested is high fantasy oh my god <laughs> the slightly creepy thing about the my my mother in this game is that she gifted a plant to one of my friends who put it in their bedroom rightfully so because it's a nice plant and my mother has a identical plant that can work as a camera mm. So she can touch this plant and see into his bedroom. And I'm just like, what Dude. is this story? I, what is, is happening I'm telling here? right now, there is there is no mother that would want to have a camera in their teenage no. son's bedroom. <laughs> throwing that out there. Aaron has a super lifelike mask on of Ian. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, well, interestingly, Ian is still asleep next door. He's snoring, but I managed to peel his face off and sense. put it onto I mine perfectly. Yeah. Off. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Nick Cage! The best bit of that movie. <laughs> so Aaron has asked Ian to uh, lead today's show, and I'm just wondering if he's already mm-hmm. having regrets. <laughs> I would hope so. He's, like, messaged me ten times, but I'm not looking. So I'm oh. sure there's something really important that I'm missing. But he'll be fine. It's fine. all recording. It's, it's fine. great. Yeah, right before we went to the, the, the cut, though, Danae's like, by the way, didn't prep at all. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But that's normal. That's that's pretty normal. I've watched everything technically. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wait. If that's not prep, <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, then what, what is? Like, like, that's all I do. Aaron appeared on Captain's Pod once and now has left BTS for good. Um, really, I'm just highlighting that for a Captain's Pod plug. Listen to Captain's Pod. <laughs>
Yeah, so the idea is to... This is now going to be the Captain's Pod, but um, outtakes. I'll talk about Star um, Trek. After Strange New Worlds is done, because there's nothing immediately that's back, we'll start rotating CinemaSins people to talk about their favourite episodes. So then nice. everybody will be coming on to Captain's Pod. Nice. But, I'm just yeah, going to pick Threshold so you guys can suffer Do through it. that. <laughs> Do it. Is that a TNG episode? Oh, it's Voyager. Uh, no, it's a Voyager. Some of the oh, worst episodes Voyager. would be the most interesting to talk about, though, because there's absolutely there's just so much there. Absolutely, totally agree. I mean, like, what were the writers thinking? Um, I don't judge them too much because 26 episodes no. a yeah, year no. for seven years. I we put out a lot of content. That is ridiculous. That's like that's, that's unreal. People give like season two of TNG so much crap, which it some of that's fair. But when you mm-hmm. look into the fact there was a writer strike and all that, yeah, crap, there was nobody. I don't even know how like they had one a person, season. So no, one person writing pretty much everything, <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna knock on some of the episodes of being a bit shit. Yeah, being a bit shit. Good luck. Being a bit shit. Yeah. Oh, sing it. Oh, okay, I just did. Can you imagine acting on like just you just every single day? It's crazy. There's no break. I'm amazed that anybody like carries on with it. It's crazy. Well, and especially when you learn how, like, how involved, like, I guess if you were just an actor that came when you had to, but like Lucille Ball, I mean, you know, just, you know, people like I that mean, that are really involved in getting everything exactly mm. how they need it to be. Uh, that would, I mean, if you're, if you're Marina Sirtis in TNG, you, I mean, you only had to turn up for two weeks of the year and there's a good chance one of those weeks got <laughs> cut from fair. the show. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Diana got cut from everything. Yeah. Good, good Voyager talk. Um, Yeah. <laughs> It was always going to happen. Like, put Ian in any kind of, like, chair. He's going to start well, talking Aaron's about Star here, Trek. Like, I'm mm-hmm. Stop it. Moving on. Talk about puns and Pixar and Disney and the world. <laughs> Love you, Aaron. Love you, Aaron. I can't taste flour. <laughs> There's too much salt in this. There's no salt in it, Aaron. I'm a super taster. Like I picked flour out of everything I could have picked. <laughs> Danae, can you like make some noises or something? Is that something that I need to do yeah. to Just help going, you yeah. to know how to do like the job that you're going to be doing today? What job? No, just the outtakes. <laughs> oh, I've usually got some funny noises to end the outtakes okay. with, and you haven't done any okay. yet. <laughs> nice. Is that all? Beautiful. Um, I think that'll do. I think that'll do. There's only a few movies I can quote. Um, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings has more than than most. I think mm-hmm. at least I that one I know pretty well. Look to me to the east think, on the fourth day. I think you're either good at remembering stuff you're not like Luke. when it comes to quoting, because I've never been good at that. Like I always get something. Are you wrong. kidding? Uh, you're the best at quoting stuff. Am I? I don't think so. Like when people say a quote though, I have to it I never I'm not good at guessing what it's from for some reason. Unless I wanna, it's I wanna test I wanna test something. Maybe I am. Who directed the most movies in nineteen seventy nine? Nineteen seventy nine? Yeah. Uh, what came out in this? Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> oh, I love this so much. Is it Robert Altman? I'm going to have a look. In. Oh, I thought you already knew the answer. I thought that's why. No, I don't. Why would I, I don't you know. ask the question um, and not I know that, the answer? Like, the, that question no, meant something I was to just going to trust your answer, to be honest. Um, um, you... Okay, can anybody in the chat find this oh out? Oh my God. Who directed the most movies in Should 1979? Should we boot Ian off the show now? Or... Why? What? what? And that also nonsense. has nothing to do with quotes. Like, right? Those are two, those are two different mean... things. 
I'm good with directors. Like, if you ask me who directed That's a movie, I, I can mean, tell you. I mean, just like your general movie knowledge. I have um, general movie I, knowledge, yes. I, I've retained yeah, no, a lot I, of that. I just hey, think it's, it's guys, incredible. Guys, can we just not record yeah. BTS today and just chat for a couple hours? Like, this is fun. Yeah. Let's just do that. Um, Robert Altman. I mean, it could be. Right, hang on. How many films did Robert Altman... He just directed How a lot of stuff in the 70s. That's why I guessed him. Many films did Robert Altman die he passed direct away in, in 1979. Yeah, but you could answer that question and he could say like six. And we still don't know if it's the person who directed the most. Yeah, but I think that would be fair. <laughs> 79. I mean, he directed two films in 79. So, so I think you're correct. Or... I think you're right. Yeah, he's definitely well done. Because what I, was it? I, it I was a, even... it, hold on. It was a wedding, <clears throat> right? No, that's 70. My good, uh, Quinn, well, that was 78. You're only off by a year. Okay, so, um, so it was... I won't tell you. Uh, Qu- uh, is it the... It starts with the... Is it the, the sci-fi? It starts, like, with a Q, maybe? Yes. Quintet? Yes! Um, <laughs> Amazing! And then I can I can see the poster for the other one, but I can't remember the name. You can see it in your mind. Can you I describe it? it? It is... Starting it's three over. words. No, it's three words. Oh. A, P, perfect. C. It's a... Uh, a perfect storm. No, it's nope. uh, C. A perfect corn. Uh, <laughs> nope. A, 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 is it a perfect though? It is a perfect. Oh man, uh, a perfect city. marriage. City. No. Nope. No, that I was getting confused uh, with the wedding. Cornucopia. Nope. C. A perfect couple. Perfect. Couple. Basically, what, wedding. What, what, yeah. What, I, I was still guessing. You were not gonna get there. You don't know. I could have. Don't keep guessing. <laughs> cloud. I mean, the fact that yes, it's, it's actually a perfect cloud. Perfect cranium. That too. Yeah. Corpuscle. Thank you for vamping while I bring up the correct screen. How long do you want me to vamp for? Oh, no, I'm done. Oh, it's I'm already ready. time to be over, I've but I'm going to keep going. Welcome to the Sinside Scheme. Wait, he doesn't say welcome to the Sinside Scheme. <laughs> well, you do on Captain's Pod. Yeah, welcome no, to the Captain's Ready Room. So you have to be like... Oh. <laughs> how does he... Because I've got a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the show movie in general. Isn't there something before that? I don't think so. Is there not? You know, you'd have to ask people that listen to the podcast. And, yeah, uh, I know. It's not, I... That's not me. <laughs> yeah. Does it start with a look at the videos from the week? I think it's just kind of like here. We take a look at the videos from the week. Something like I that. I love that we're on the show every week and I can't remember how we uh, intro yeah, it's, it. It's great. And I do actually listen to it because I review it. So a look, I, mean, I edit the damn thing. A look. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. A look. It's not just is it whoosh and then oh, look at the videos in the, from the week the I process is like it is easy like here are we oh my god this is terrible <laughs> just no i love this this is amazing this is real life no, i've hosted bad. this before i just well. feel I've bad this. like been doing this show for like three years now <laughs> let's take a look no you're right it is let's take a look so why isn't yeah. that in the damn prep sheet <laughs> right i'm gonna edit his prep sheet now and i'm gonna leave a swear word in there let's let's take a look at the fucking videos from the week um, let's he reads take. everything. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 